This may very well be the spookiest tale that I've told on this podcast. But it's our fifth Halloween. And I think you're ready. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. Welcome to Splendid University. For this week, a tale like no other. Worry not, young ones. It's fiction. Right? Lake of Tears. Locals dubbed its deceptively calm waters the Lake of Tears. Explorers who paddled away from the east arrived on the western shore changed. They go seeking, the old woman told me. Seems she didn't want to finish that sentence. What they find, I don't know. I'd heard enough, the howling in the distance across the water, a dire warning. To know that I didn't want to find out firsthand. I'd come this far, though. I'd made a deal. Besides, my interest was piqued. Turning back was not an option. Mary was her name. The woman who took me to the shore when everyone else in this rural town shunned me. For a hefty price, she agreed to cast a spell that would keep me safe. You have twelve hours, from sunset to sunrise, she warned. Stay longer, and I cannot protect you. I heeded her words as I pushed off from the sandy shore, moonlight illuminating my course as dusk quickly turned to dark. The beach to my back enveloped in darkness, the way ahead unknown. I became disoriented. Figures moved in a sudden thick fog and whispered my name. It was entrancing. The shapes were indiscernible at first, but the voices unmistakably my own, some younger, others older. It was as if some past and or future version of myself was yearning to speak to this present me. What were they trying to say? Warn. I arrived on the island, parked my canoe, and began to look around. Insects buzzed in my ears. Beetles flew past my face. A snake slithered through dead leaves on the ground below. I thought I heard whispering sounds, muted human voices from time to time. Not mine this time. I don't think so. But as soon as I stopped to concentrate on the source, they would stop. I investigated further. Tiring eventually, the night hung heavy. Sometime near midnight, based on my observations of the moon above, I took a break. I found food, fish, fruit, I built a fire, I ate, I made a torch, my first having burnt itself out, and looked around for the secret cave. Though I had been given specific directions on where to find it, and the mysteries and miracles therein, no cave was to be found. I searched late into the night, early morning, I guess, from the sandy shores to the thick brush inland, 
over rocky hills and around tall trees, underbrush. I never could quite get the lay of the land right. And I tell you, it's not that big an island, but it seemed like it changed. I'd take one path, hunt, explore, turn back. And I swear, all behind me was different. Whispers I heard. But no cave. I couldn't find the cave anywhere. More whispers, and I shouted, Is someone there? And for a moment I was sure I heard laughter. For a moment it came and went. I hadn't planned to sleep, but the body can only take so much. I searched, apparently, until I collapsed, out cold. Slumber determined to take over my exhausted body, be it willingly or no. I awoke jolted. I don't know how long I had been asleep. It couldn't have been long. But I was sure twelve hours had passed, and I could hear Mary's words echo in my ears, warning me to stay no longer than twelve hours. I felt sick, yet I clambered up the side of a tree. I got my bearings. I navigated my way out of the forest, jungle, ran for the shore to find my boat gone. It was already drifting toward the sunrise. He had just left a minute sooner. Couldn't have been any less. He could not have been 30 yards from the shore from where I stood. This figure, who could have been my identical twin, looked back at me. He smiled, waved, and communicated a thank you through sign language. I shouted, bewildered, scared, as he vanished into the fog to the east. In my mind's eye, I could see, as in a vision, this doppelganger arrive on the eastern shore. I imagined Mary greeting him, congratulating him on making it back in time. It was actually happening. I knew it. I don't know how I knew it, but I did. I wanted to shout, He's an imposter! That's not me! But I was frozen in fear and misunderstanding. I could sense him rejoining my life without drawing a bit of suspicion. I hoped to awake from a nightmare, shocked, thanking God to be back in the world of reality, but I had a new reality. My second life had just begun. For a while I lived there with the others, those same lost souls who had suffered that same sickening fate, lots of us, for months. Weeks? It's hard to tell proper time there. We built boats attempting to get back to the mainland, but the fog, for me, for us, from this end, it's infinite. Same for the others. Some of those others were also sent in search of the secrets of this strange little island. So as you can imagine, the first thing we did when we escaped was to hunt down the one who sent us there. Some wanted to interrogate. Others wanted to exact revenge. I had the best idea. Take him back to the island. That's where this note ends, listeners. Now, the professor described in here is not me, oh no. It's, it's a colleague of mine named Professor Cruz. Professor Cruz went missing 
recently. For a couple of days, he just didn't show up for fall semester. And then he was back. But he seemed different. And I have a feeling he's behind a lot of the strange happenings that you've heard about with our after-the-fall kids. I'm still putting the pieces of this puzzle together. Maybe there's two Professor Cruises out there? Maybe the doppelganger that comes back to the world of reality is the villain version of the person who crosses and goes there to begin with? I don't know. But we're going to soon figure this out. Still, if someone comes to you and makes you a deal to travel to a distant island and unearth its magical, mystical secrets, for now, hold off on that until I know more. That's all for this week, listeners. In the meantime, have a wild and wonderful and imaginative and weird and fun week. Thanks for listening. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a pumpkin or candy corn. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. Tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Have a splendid Halloween.